How do I sound? Because I keep getting click, kick, um, put headphones in and use a microphone for once. (laughs) (laughs) This bitch ain't bought a mic and we don't have the podcast for four years. (laughs) This is what? Uh, Hard to swallow. Gross. Hi, Swallows. Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery Rubel J on Instagram and Twitter as Ain't I Emery. And of course, I'm joined here with some motherfucking Negroes I know. Good evening. Joining me now is Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. They ain't never gotta ask this one question. Who's the queen? Little Miss Obsession. I'm the one that keeps these bitches under pressure. I get back like it's 45. I'm pressure. Oh, I pay the front, they gotta linger back. Foxy Trini bitch, where Inga at? It's like me, they were in Japan. Ninja Nikki, where Ninja Man? I don't need no hundred niggas, little bitch, me soon come. Dripping YSL, one thug and one gun. These bitches gonna bow down or lay down. Listen, that's all I'm gonna do. Oh. Oh. Long, oh. live, long live Nicki Minaj. Oh, okay. Putting my foot down once again. Ooh. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. It's, he it's good put to down it. his size 11 foot. <laughs> okay. oh, thank you for being nice, even though it's a 12. <laughs> um, 12 is more of a flex, but hey, guys, <laughs> hi, hi, Bigfoot. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm not Nini. Okay. <laughs> what You're does right. Lanice have to do? You're right. How did Lanice? How did I get in it? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even did nothing. Yes, okay. you did. You destroyed a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining me is Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lynn's Wags. Bitches ain't bad, let's keep it a bean. No one ain't mad at I be on the scene. That's too fat, can't fit in a jean. Use my sis, that's not what I mean. I got that wedding, I'm keeping it clean. Fucking with niggas that's something to bean. Say you love me, but what do you mean? Pretty as fuck me like that I mean. Baddest bitch out, you shitting me? I swear these bitches my mini-me. If you ain't a baddie, can't sit with me. Rah, rah. He wanna sex, niggas be dreaming. I'm from the X, niggas be scheming. I'm on their next, niggas I be then. Thumb in the check, blowing their Neiman. You thought I was feeling you? That nigga a munch. Nigga ain't eating, you ate it for lunch. Bitch, I'm a betty. I get what I want. Like, hi, y'all. How you doing? <laughs> That's my girl, my my new girl from the ex Ice Spice. Check her out. I love her. I've been watching her for about, I want to say about six months. Mm-hmm. She came across my Radar, because I follow some ghetto ass niggas, and <laughs> well, that, so that's, she your, kept, that's your new girl. And she kept popping up. Yes, I like her. Check her stuff yeah. out. She got a. She's a drill girl, you know. She's from New York. She's from the Bronx. I like it. She's Spanish and black. I'm into it. She's an interesting person to me. I don't know if it's by. <laughs> 
I don't know if it's intentional, but is she purposely trying to dress like Missy from Pokemon? I have no idea. I don't know. There's something like, I don't know. There's in, she's interesting to me. I love her Afro. I love that it's orange. I think it sets her apart. Love her natural body. I hope she doesn't do anything to it. Um, very pretty girl. Interesting, just interesting look. She doesn't look like any of the other girls. She stands out. She's pussy, she's pussy cunt. That's what I'll say. Real pretty. If not Misty, she also kind of looks like a missing character from Scooby-Doo. She but does either like way, Orphan Annie. Yeah. Like, she looks like a cartoon. She does. I'm getting cartoon vibes. She looks like a cartoon. Um, but like a hood is. one. Like hood. Like a hood. There's a hood translation to mm-hmm. this cartoon. <laughs> Anyway, good for her for getting a song. Um, I have some announcements to make. No, the answer is no. We did not win our award at the podcast awards last month on the 25th. But yes, we will continue doing this show. And thank you all for supporting us all these years. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, y'all really want to help us out? Please, 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 please. Give us a five-star review. And not just, you know, pressing a little star. Write something. Write something nice. Thank you. And tell your little friend at work while she ain't doing shit and pretending to be productive to listen to the show while she doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because what's better than doing nothing than doing nothing while listening to a podcast? Absolutely. Especially ours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can make... Listen, listening to Hard to Swallow, we can make you feel productive. Absolutely. Okay. Also, additional announcements. Sleep in Paradise, Angela Lansbury, that motherfucking icon. The icon. Listen, and I am a Murder, She Wrote, and Golden Girls type of queen. Mm -hmm. You understand that? I'm of a certain class, by the way. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, this one was difficult, much like Betty White. Yeah. But she was 96, so she lived a good life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same peer group. Yeah. Icon. Angela, Icon. Angela Lansbury. I mean, you know, uh, she was the teapot in my favorite Disney movie. Yes. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And she sings gorgeous. Okay. Well, they well they played her in my high school mm. because you know they were like, oh, she's an old lady. She's I said, and I remember arguing with somebody about it. Like she's a teapot. They were like, they should have Celine, they should have had Celine Dion doing that. She no. sung it later. What do y'all want? Celine would have went too far. <laughs> you have you heard that ghetto rendition of? Still as old as time. <laughs> that damn that Evo Bryson. Need <laughs> the one prepared. Like <laughs> I know exactly what it wasn't about. giving that. It wasn't giving that. <laughs> she was a, a teapot. I agree. I agree. I mean, Angela Lansbury is an, <laughs> she is a fucking icon. Not only for Absolutely. the show. Murder, she wrote. Right. But of course, the <laughs> it's reggae namesake 
murder she ruled <laughs> right i knew a little girl her name was maxine <laughs> like <laughs> Listen, she is oh, yeah, a bona fide yeah. icon, okay? Icon. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well decorated. She lived a long, great life. Um, she passed away just five days before her birthday. Oh, I know. So about time you're hearing this, because I'm going to take about four days to edit it. I'm kidding. No, he isn't. I'm kidding, but no. Sending our roses to Angela Lansbury's Gone Away. Um, rest in peace. Rest in Aww. peace. Sleep in paradise. Yeah, rest in peace, Miss Lansbury, Miss Angela. Also sending strength and positive energy <laughs> and all that good stuff to Brandy, um, who has been recently hospitalized for a possible seizure. It's crazy because I was just doing a little Brandy one and two the other day. Like mm. I was in my bag. I was like, I need, I needed to hear some. Some you know, I need to hear yeah. some singing, you know what I mean? So there was a little, you know, talk about our love, all in me. Mm-hmm. You know, I even took it back to I'm um, broken hearted, like broken hearted. Don't get me started. <laughs> the doll was in her brandy bag. Yeah. So sending healing. Healing. Sending positive energy to the local Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I only feel comfortable because she did post in her stories that she's taking it easy. Yes, good. The orders, and you know that makes me feel better. Listen, yeah. I, I need my girl to have it together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I feel like there's going to be, you know, a part two to her that. Absolutely. I'm, a I'm, resurgence I'm, is on the horizon, baby. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I don't want to go on a slippery slope here, but I need to remind the girls just just because it's 2022. So I need to say it and I'll do it again in 2023. <laughs> Brandy is one of the creators of modern R&B, and you need to deal with it. Okay? And I'll leave it at that. Okay. Boom. And if you disagree, go and argue with your absent father. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love you? Okay. I didn't, I didn't say That's going too far. Y'all are terrible. I'll go there. Wow. Any bitch that wanted with me can have it this month. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah we, you're not over that yet? <laughs> no. It still have. I don't know what happened, but... Wow. This something still, something's still in the air. 
Retrograde is over. But you know what? This month is filled with many things. It's still um, technically Hispanic Heritage Month that will end on the 15th. We also have Breast Cancer Awareness Month Mm -hmm. from the 1st to the 31st. For those who don't know, this is also Depression Education Month because this is when we start to see less sunlight and that can usually lead to SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. So I'm saying... Take care of yourselves. Yeah. Um, I'm laughing because I just, I just, everything is a thing. Like, yes. Also, we had recently um, Indigenous People Day, which replaced Columbus Day, and Coming Out Day, which we like to call Inviting In Day. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's be mindful of our languaging. And using better terminology when we're discussing people that, you know, these days are supposed to be about. Right. And allowing people um, a safe space to um, share their experience. Absolutely. For both Inviting People In Day and Indigenous People Day. All right. I do still need to check the temperature because between Mercury Retrograde and... (laughs) Depression Education Month and all this shit. Is everyone all right? Is everyone okay? <laughs> Are you talking uh, to me? I, I'm talking to the world, the swallowers. Is oh. Britney Spears still spinning in her house? Because yes. I, I have questions mm. to ask. Because the way the girls were fighting on Twitter for motherfucking weeks. <laughs> Are y'all all right? I mean, oh, the rap child. girls, Cardi, Nikki, and the rest. What is going on? Listen, you you know me. I'm I'm Bennett, and I'm all in it. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm gonna tell you something. I've been sitting back with my legs crossed, going, <laughs> enjoying the whole thing. Because at the end of the day, like you know, <clears throat> I feel like um, the the Sagittarius that's involved in all of this. Um, you know, um, the Sagittarius and all of this, you need to know the Sagittarius get a crack. They get it. They, they're all in the pot. They're always smacking their knee. Okay. They're always kiki. This is what they do. They love to kiki at stuff that's going on. So me as an Aries, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like that too. So I'm like, this is a key. But the other people that are involved, I think they're getting a little bit involved aren't they they're getting a little bit listen it's fine let them get it off their <sighs> chest let them get it off their chest also about the fight on Woodbridge, other holes coming now, that out was crazy now that was crazy that was wild um people coming out of the house with no children in it um <laughs> what <laughs> 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 Critiquing people's motherhood without uh, Akbar V, out of all the people involved in this situation, was the main one that should have shut her fucking mouth and kept eating her food. Take all chews, bitch, before you swallow, too, because this had nothing really to do with you. And I think you got probably the most embarrassed. I have to admit something. You You know I'm a Jackson, so I rarely give my 100% thoughts, but I was gagging, 
that she actually got on that song with Nikki. I was gagging at it. Oh, me too. I never, I never thought that. I, like she get she Nikki gagged me by putting her there. I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming. Really? Um, I didn't see it. Scraping at the bottom of scraping the, the pudding bottom cup. Of the pudding I don't cup, think that's honey. what it was. I, I don't think it was scraping. I think it was. It it feels. Like she's there for a reason. I don't, I don't know what the reason is, but I don't know either. She well, I know what the reason is, but we ain't gonna go there. Yeah. Um, it was silly. All it of was it. silly, like, and I need everyone to let just... the girls do their remix records. Cardi, let let them do that. You did yours with Glorilla. Y'all all spoiled Glorilla's day because Glow don't hurt nobody. She don't say nothing bad about nobody. She's happy to be there. And um, it like Jatavia Shakara, <laughs> girl, mm-mm. no, it, it was just like uh, uncalled it for. It wasn't Jatavia's fault. Well, Cardi started it because <clears throat> it wasn't Jatavia. She felt like she, she was stubborn. T- huh? We don't need She's- to go into. It wasn't Jatavia's fault. Well, listen, He's Cardi sure. needs to. Listen, here at the end of the day, as it stands now, it's what it is. So it seems like it's, there's a line that has been drawn. People have to sit back. Let, let's go in the studio. Let's get that music popping. Things are going to happen for some that aren't going to happen for others. Like just to just um, yesterday, um, Cardi, she surpassed Nikki. Um, 11 times platinum for two songs. She's on her way to more diamonds. There's no need, like, this beef between her and Nikki needs to end. It's stupid. Y'all are two beautiful, successful women, mothers, married. Stop the bullshit. Stop it. Stop. It's so lame. Like, it is so lame on both their parts. Like, Nikki continuously steps off her throne. And no, I, I just don't like when grown folks take pride in being petty. Yeah, like it's. I don't not give a cute. fuck if I fuck with you or not. It's not an attractive quality. Cardi always takes the bait. That's not cute either. Like it's none of this cute. shit is cute. It's but what I will say is happy belated birthday, and you made thirty years old this year, Cardi. Thirty years old to to like eleven times platinum. One album. She's now behind um, Bruno Mars. She got the title now. Just sit back. Uh, Nikki will be 40 this year as well. Let the music speak for itself. Nikki Nikki should know that. Once she got in the studio and started giving the music that she needed to give, then it was a different story. Everybody needs to hit the studio do what they do best. Get off the internet. Right. Stop talking shit. It's corny. <laughs> it's lame. They done woke up. And that's another thing. All the shit was happening. Azalea Banks woke up. She walking on the streets of New York talking shit. <laughs> I, I said it once. I'll say it again. When Azalea Banks just started reading, this is a bitch you just really don't respond oh to. Oh my God. Because <laughs> it's just like, it's just, you got to ignore her. Let her talk. When I tell you this bitch was just going in, 
But she Girl. also the, the biggest feat with Azalea, she will jump in anything that don't got shit to do with her. Shit to do with her, nothing. She just it's like she have a thought like, I'm gonna read this whole today. I'm gonna read her I'm gonna read this whole, And she does. She does and nobody is exempt. No one is exempt. So please let us go to I sleep. I ain't even seen Azalea read with one miss when it comes to reading. Exactly. Honestly. Like but I need her to go back sleeping. Sometimes you gotta let these sleeping dogs lie. So listen, she attacks Lizzo, so I, I, she can't be trusted, and that's what I'll say. She attacks them all. It's fine, all of them. Anyway, anyway, can we, can we get to these lukewarm topics? Yes, um, please. Because listen, swallowers. I know we took our time to do this show. <laughs> But that's fine. We're finally here. We just taking our time, like Beyonce with the Renaissance visuals, and <laughs> we might be taking our time, like Rihanna with R nine. Who knows? We just doing R nine might turn into R ninety. But one thing that happened in the last few weeks is it was announced that Rihanna will be. Headlining the Super Bowl halftime show, and I can't. Yes. Now she got a little bit of flat because remember a few years ago, uh, she was standing in solidarity with um Colin, Mm -hmm. and she said she was boycotting the Super Bowl. What do you all think about that? How do you think we like move past that? Is it kind of still a silly precedence to single out NFL? Where do we stand with this? Well, the NFL is still unequivocally racist. Um, that form that protest that was happening that everybody misconstrued as something else to fit their own agenda, I think that's over with. And I think it ended with, you know, when Colin Kaepernick was, you know, treated the way he was, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's it's been silent. But the NFL is still very racist. Yes. You know what I mean? Didn't he get a job, though? Uh, Yeah, I think he did, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it's been quite a while. But is it a cop-out to say, because a lot of people have been saying, um, well, a lot of organizations are racist and we still have been supporting it. Why are we singling out the NFL? Oh my God! I, I don't even that's, have an answer. That's a statement. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we it's all figuring this shit out. Answer. I'm like, I, I can't. That's a statement I can get with. Listen, the in the 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 Super Bowl is the most broadcast piece of you know live sports event of the year. Anybody who performs on there, their shit goes through the roof, streaming wise and buying wise. Mm-hmm. Rihanna should have that too as well as other black artists have had that too who needed it some needed it some didn't you know but i love seeing black people in the in the super bowl absolutely absolutely absolutely. i will say this guess what you people go ahead well maybe i'll be be talking am i will i be talking to you i don't know (laughs) 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 go ahead go ahead no, I don't I don't really have much to add but to say I do want to make it clear like um whatever ways that people choose to protest I'm in support of that 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not to say <clears throat> that it's silly to single out the NFL right. um, because it kind of started with their racist ideologies, right? Um, and how they treated Colin for literally for just kneeling. But I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say that we're past it. But this is how this shit happens. Okay. I don't think Reed would do it unless she got his blessings. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know them, but you know, she seems like a ride or die gal. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't Jay Z involved with the NFL now? I don't know what he's. I I, I can't remember whether he's still involved or not. Right. No, I'm not well, sure. Bitch, but let's get to what I really want to ask then. Yes. What song should Rihanna perform? <laughs> what song should Rihanna perform? Because <laughs> she's probably going to do like nine or ten songs. And I'm really excited to see her on this stage. Me too. Well, because I know you. I know oh. you have a list. So you might as well go ahead and say the list. I don't have a list. Why would you say <laughs> such a thing? Okay. As he <laughs> Okay, I do. So I put <laughs> how many songs do you, how many songs do you have? They know that you know they only have um, Well, I wasn't sure about a list. They only have 13 minutes. Right. So I'm thinking that she may do about nine or ten songs because the her predecessors, that's kind of what it's been like. Mm-hmm. It's, it really depends on how much of a song that they use, right? right. Gaga only did like seven eight songs which is surprising to me but that's because she spent a lot of time on that opening act right yeah so listen it's it's no one way to do it here's some songs i think that she has to do and there's mm-hmm. no way around it definitely have to do diamond it's mm-hmm. no yep that might be my favorite song of all time of hers she said that was her favorite song of all time of hers yeah um, and she, yeah, she said Diamonds and Needed Me are her favorite song she's ever done. Needed Me, really? Really? Yeah, that's what she said. <clears throat> I do like Needed Me. Some some white girl asked her in Sephora. That's cute. And she answered her. I do feel like Diamond came from her heart. And yes. we can we can feel it. So um, but okay, I she has to do We Found Love to me. Yep. I think that has to be there. I'm thinking Umbrella is too big to not do as well. Yeah. Yeah. If she doesn't do Umbrella, I'm going to have an attitude. Yeah. She has to do Umbrella. She has to do Umbrella. (coughs) Yes. Another one of my favorites. The last one I think that she might do because it kind of catapulted her career Mm -hmm. and started this journey is Pwn the Replay. But I don't know. I'm putting pending on that one. I think you know what I think she. But SOS really catapulted her. Which one did? SOS. SOS did too. It really kind of like really solidified (laughs) her as a pop star. But that was like her first number one. It's my point. I hope she does do Ponda Replay because Ponda Replay to Rihanna is just dance to Lady Gaga. You don't. You don't, yeah. you don't not perform that one, Re. Okay? And we've given you head many times. I'm going to need you just to do at least 45 seconds. 
At least. Because I love that little. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Ooh. I need all that going on because that made you who you are, girl. Mm-hmm. Nah, I liked they... all her, like, okay, her keep going, keep going figuring with it out songs. Well, those are the ones I think probably need to be there. But do you have any additions that y'all think need to be added? I think she has to do work. She has to do work. Y'all said work. Um, One of your biggest hits. And I will my prefer other her to favorite. do Rude Boy over work, but she can do both. Why not? Rude, Rude Boy, I don't know. If she does Rude Boy, nah. that would be some black ass shit. Come in, Rude Boy. Take it. <laughs> but work but work is much more you know come on I mean I'll take any of them um, what's my name I'll take that too I'll, I'll take, take all what's of that. my name as well my my other favorite where have you been love that yes. Oh my I remember God. being at a club going in no, it's such a club song <laughs> it's such a club song <laughs> I also remember being in the deserted part of my job and me and this girl, Lisa, she was playing it and we just started jumping. <laughs> it's one of those songs. It really is. Guess what? Did you say only girl in the world? I was going to say that next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I no, so didn't many... you open with only girl? I didn't know. Mm-mm, I didn't mention it. Actually, I love actually, that error yeah. of hers. I love that the That's only girl um, we found love and hope. I love that. I era. mentioned that one. So I love that error. So I think mm-hmm. she should actually open up the show. If she's smart, she should open up with What's My Name? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. For like maybe three seconds. <laughs> she has to do Don't Stop the Music, too. Please don't stop the music. <laughs> 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 it's such oh, a big over, song. Over. Yeah. <laughs> please don't stop the please don't stop the yeah i think that one needs to... i wanna I, take I think, you away i think those are the ones i think yeah. those are the one um i don't think she needs to do disturbia but if she does no we don't want that. no Mm-mm. i think she has so many songs better than that now that mm. disturbia to rihanna is Alejandro to Lady Gaga. That's a good comparison. <laughs> that the, is a good one. Some of the girls that is a good one. Some of the girls don't. Yeah, True. But both <laughs> very successful songs. Don't call my name. <laughs> Alejandro. <laughs> Ale, Ale, Ale. Alejandro. That um <laughs> that video was over. Over. Yes, and let me tell you something. Emery, have you watched the Weekend's halftime show? The Weekend, no. You have you watched the Weekend's halftime? Show? I um I did go back and watch part of it. That motherfucking halftime show was over, bitch. I cannot. <laughs> you cannot take it, Lindsay. I'm not no. a big fan of him. I don't like his voice. It's not, everything. Every all of his songs sound like unfinished demos. <laughs> Watch that halftime show. I will promise you to watch it in full, though. Mm-mm. You will get your life. I promise you. Yeah, you will I will get, get to life. that. Listen, 
Anyway, good luck, Rihanna. Congratulations, Rihanna. Congratulations. Fuck it up. And I better see an album after this. Oh, you will. We have more of a chance of seeing her child. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. Then the album? She's going to be like Janet with that child. It's going to be given. You know what I'm saying? We haven't even seen Issa. How old is Issa? 29? We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Issa must be about six now. No idea. He's either six or 25. Not six or 25. He's he's six because she's 56. And you know she had him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Issa. All right. Let's get to it. On today's segment of the Kanye Untreated, Mm-mm-mm. I don't really know where to start. Well, I guess we can start with the fact that people really ain't fucking with him right now. Between allegedly JP Morgan Chase and then their relationship with Kanye and telling him that he basically needs to take his money elsewhere, the gap ended their partnership with Kanye saying that they have different views on how things work, creative visions, and Adidas is now reviewing their partnership with Kanye after his White Lives Matter t-shirt. And not only that, during one of their business meetings, it was quite some backlash with him showing a porn, some porn to the business executives in the meeting Allegedly, he was trying to prove a point to how uncomfortable they made him. But um, you need to go about it that way. And now people are saying that he actually sexually harassed them. Are we pretending that he's not having some type of manic attack? These uh, swallowers. (laughs) I've been pretending it's not happening. (laughs) In ballroom culture... We have something called a stunty cunty. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with this? Because this is this is what he's doing to me. Oh, stunty cunty. Yeah. Stunty cunty. <laughs> yes. I Kanye, all I see is mania. Loud and clear. I, I don't care what anyone says. Oh, y'all, you... I'm not excusing his behavior. I see someone who is ill. Yes. The way he is, it's there's certain things that are happening. The self-importance, the just yeah. the inflated the, um, sense of self. Inflated self sense of self. I we are actively watching someone in a continuous manic episode. I don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. This bastard had the nerve to say he was misdiagnosed. No, you weren't. No, you were not. And I'm not a doctor, but I don't know, but I do know. I don't know, <laughs> but I know. But I know. <laughs> okay. The black. way you are, the you know, just bastardizing your his mother's memory. He just putting her name on everything. Donda Cheetos. They're going to be in the Donda <laughs> stool eating Donda Don the queso. Donda Doritos. Donda shoes. Donda wedge. Like, it's getting the deification. Donde and, esta. 
bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the way he is this this there is this um fervor in him like this it's it's like an urge to be he's forcing himself to be controversial evocative provocative all of those things he's forcing it white lives matter let me tell you something about that shirt don't nobody believe that more than kanye west he believes that white lives matter even over his own. He is on a quest. And it's almost like this weird experiment that he's on. At first, I thought he was on a never-ending quest, you know, to chase white mediocrity. Because I think he wants to know, I, at first I thought it was like, you know, after you've achieved all these accolades, after you've achieved everything as a black man, what else is there to tackle? The white patriarchy. You want a piece of that. He he wanted the ability to be mediocre and still be successful in spite of it. But now that all of this is going on, I think it's it's something else that's driving him, even beyond the mediocrity. You know what I mean? That I can't even tell you because I stopped there. I know that's definitely a part of it. He wants the ability to be successful and not really have to work hard at it. He wants to be able to just talk shit and have people go along with it. And he has been. Which is something that he has crafted in his mind that is something that white men do. And he wants to be able to do it. But I also think that is intermingling with his mania. Absolutely. And it's just like this weird intertwining. uh, I don't know, this moment of like, okay, he's been doing all these provocative things. And it has been working for him so long. It made him seem like he's this new um, unique person. No one's like him. No one thinks about him. He's ahead of his time. And it's created this God complex almost mm-hmm. where he feels like he's above humanity. Yes. That's all stemming from, to me, a manic <laughs> episode. <laughs> because it ain't nothing but the id talking. <laughs> That's so- the id. Yeah, you know, super ego, ego. That's the super kid. ego. That's all. Of, that's 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 what's talking. Something oh, else yeah. is at work. Inflated beyond your years, especially when Something you add money. Things is at work. Yes, and so when people ask me, what do I think about what Kanye says? Says said will say. I don't think of it <laughs> because. Let it happen, and the more we give him a platform and a microphone, he's going to keep at it. I've learned a long time ago, the best way to treat people like that is to not give them an audience. And guess what? She follows through with that. Yeah. You know, um, and I follow through with that as well. Mm -hmm. But what I have to say about Kanye is this. It, It really hurt me to have to let him go, but I had to let him go. I can't deal with him. 
He's got four beautiful kids. Mm-hmm. Thank God some woman had the audacity to have your children. No shame. And you acting a fool. Um, when it comes to the White Lives Matter t-shirt, listen. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, the profits are going to be going to the black neighborhoods in Chicago. Allegedly. So we'll see what happens. When it comes down to everything else, taking me for a spin in the Looney Mobile daily, um, I don't fuck with you, especially because of your words about Lizzo. The hypocrisy of it all it just is continuous. He is such a hypocrite. Like it doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and Lindsay, I think you're right when you not only does he praise white mediocrity himself, listen, and then he tried to go off on Gigi Hadid. Listen, no. You you can't go off on Gigi Hadid. Like, <laughs> She's she's at the top of her business, and trust me, she doesn't have. And you probably and knowing him, he's probably mad that he couldn't fuck her. Listen, we, I know this game. He's he's trying it, and um, <laughs> I'll, I'll let, you know, I'll let. Did he say something about Lizzo too? <clears throat> yes, he said something about her. If she loses weight every ten, if she loses ten pounds, some shit. Shut up. He said he's, he's always like, finding a way to. <laughs> Degrade black women. He said, "Shut the loses, fuck up." What if she loses ten like pounds, that? if she loses ten pounds, they're not going to report about that. Because why would they? Because they want to see, you know, they want to promote unhealthiness, and you know, it's just it's unhealthy to be like that. Now, first of all, fuck you, and number two, you're a motherfucking liar. They have never uplifted a fat black girl before, ever, like the way they have uplifted Lizzo. Yes, mm-hmm. there have other been been other big black women to make it as well. That was all but, a but ruse, that's not, but that's not a thing. So it was all a ruse to detract from why he he attacked Gabby from Vogue in the first place. He right. attacked her because she was a fat black girl. Who right. probably had the audacity to comment on his garbage bag fashion and his fucking um, jeweled flip flops with black socks? Right. Who the fuck are you, nigga? I mean, so that's why he did it. He could say whatever he want. He saw a fat black girl and was like, "Bitch, how? Do- First of all, what are you doing in Vogue? Number one. Two. How the fuck are you looking the way you look?" Talking about my shit. Right. And but, then he, he tried to use Lizzo to <coughs> deflect. Talking but about meanwhile, me. you're still debasing and degrading yet another black woman because he relishes in that. He has no problem. He has no problem doing that. Unless there are black women who happen to go along with his program, a.k.a. you know who. But what I don't understand is Donda, his mother, s- passed away, sadly, because she was getting cosmetic work done to her body. Yeah. To be thinner. Yeah. Okay. So you upset and you offend women that are somewhat or like your mother. 
like your mother. That the clearly depart. I don't understand. That's how far don't, gone he is. I don't That's why we can't blame this shit on her, him grieving or her death. I, I refuse to make a, a, another black woman a scapegoat for his bullshit. I'm so sick of him. I am. I'm so sick of <laughs> You man. know, somewhere, Kim is in her closet saying that right now. I am so sick, sick of, him. of him. We are all child- tired of him. A man that that shames with childbearing hips and somehow thinks he's the creator of dystopian fashion like he the first one to do some shit bitch let it go nothing is original about you there's nothing special about you unique i can't i'm tired and um he doesn't even realize he's landed in the in he's landed in the realm of the mediocre literally literally He's already there. Already there. He sounds like Trump and his constituents they and people that follow him, people that don't like ball. to read, people that um, are, you know, have no real original thought. They think they do, but they don't. They really don't. Ain't nothing new under the sun. And Let me tell you something. I, I just really want everyone to know if you are still on the yay train. Um, he will continue to fail you. He has been failing you for a solid decade at most, yeah. if not more than that. Um, and if you ain't realized it by now, he can't lower herself any lower. <laughs> it's, it saddened me that I had to let him go, but I had to let him go. Uh, and I can't believe he posted Puff Daddy's text message. He's wild for the night. Um, <laughs> He is so wild for the night. <sighs> but this is a full circle moment because it is also depression education month. And this is why people should take their medicine. Um, bipolar disorder is a <laughs> depressive disorder. Um, and this is what happens when it goes untreated. Mm-hmm. For a long time. A long time. So just be aware of yourselves and take care of yourselves. Now, he's been partnering with his partner in crime, Candace Owens, who's been having a lot to say as well. The leader of the like White Lives Matter in thin doobie wraps. <laughs> um, <laughs> and thin hair. I was waiting for you to say it. <laughs> Bitch, she has a lot to say about Kim K. Now she leaked really audio that is a claiming that it is is Kim K talking about Whitney Houston. And I don't believe in coincidences. The fact that you somehow discovered this audio of Kim K talking about Whitney Houston, talking about her use of crack. Um, and drug use. Apparently, this is from when Ray J and Kim were messing around. This is really old, but it's now is somehow surfacing now today. Mm. But it randomly surfaces after you just started collaborating recently with Kanye. I don't Maybe. believe in coincidences. Honey, I, I ain't worried about it because Kim got an all-star, sickening lawyer team. So. Right. Pay it. Pay it. 
But one thing I have to say about it is, well, I do want to ask, what do we think about that if this is Kim K possibly commenting? I don't know if you all heard, have y'all heard it? If Kim- I heard a little snatches of it. It does sound like her and it sounds like, you know, she was young and what difference does it make? She, uh, yeah, that's done. So she, what? They, they were fucking the same person, allegedly. Unfortunately, no, she right. wasn't saying anything different that the entire black community wasn't that's saying. That's what I was Whitney about to Houston. say. If, so, if y'all have any issue with people talking about her, calling her please. a crack user, the whole world was calling her this. Calling her a crack. They would, no. So come again, like that, no, no. And this and is a all. woman that was talking about somebody who was allegedly fucking her man at right. the time. So Put things into perspective. Please. Because you, cause you done said worse. Okay. But Candace Owens somehow pretending that she gives a fuck about Whitney Houston <laughs> when if Whitney Houston was here, she would not fuck with you. Absolutely. She'd want to smack her in the mouth. Right. Whitney Houston wouldn't like you. Right. Now you now you care about black culture, Candace. If she don't go suck a dick, girl, she's like Kim K pretends to be this nice woman. Um, okay. None of us are looking to Kim K for words of wisdom. We are looking to her for makeup secrets, makeup use, maybe a little bit of fashion if she can find her way again without Kanye and other things. Oh, and Skims. I'm still buying her panty. I, I, I like Kim Kardashian. I don't get and her new bras now. I don't give a fuck about Candace um, Black Owens. Okay. It's done. Like I said, Candace Black Owens. <laughs> Candace Black <laughs> Owens. <laughs> Bitch. I can't believe that. Made it out the treasure, this type of life I can't get used to. Number one on YouTube. Private Mosaico is a large study that will try to prove whether the ex experimental vaccine regimen can prevent HIV infection in North America, Latin America, and Europe. To do this, the study will enroll cisgender men and transgender people who have sex with cisgender men or transgender people. If Mosaico can show that the study vaccine regimen works, it will be a very important step on the way to finding a safe and effective vaccine that will protect people around the world from HIV. For more information about Mosaico study, go to www.mosaicostudy.com. Is the T-O-D the topic of the day? Hold me back. I'm about to knock somebody out. Yo, with my best friend. She the only one I know to talk All right, circling back to Lizzo. You know, she had a lot to say about her relationship. And some interesting things to say, actually. She says she doesn't believe in monogamy. And this had a lot of people like, whoa, what the fuck you mean? Don't you got a boyfriend? <laughs> so she did clarify. Um, and she described how in her relationship with Mr. Wright, there are no expectations. And love gets to just be the main event. 
And she also added that she asked and posed the question, is monogamy a religion? People fight for monogamy like they pray to it every day. She's not a polyamorous person, but she's also not in love with multiple people. Right. Mm-hmm. But to me, that I guess in some ways said that that doesn't mean she's not an open relationship person. She says she's not polyamorous. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she added some other things. She had a lot to say. Um, but another thing that stuck out was that she said, I'm not thinking about sex when I think about monogamy and rules. I'm thinking about the autonomy and independence of him and me. And how wonderful would it be to be this complete independent person to come together to make two people independent people amen i get it but then i'm like "Mm, i suspect part of me agrees with it i I get what she's going with it i i you know what i have to get into it i have to say that i can see why some people would not buy that but what i see when i look at lizzo and when i think about her and and you know I've known her for quite a while now. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think that she is the type of woman who would be in an open relationship. I don't know if she would call it that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I have a feeling that she'll see somebody at the club and be like, bitch, I'm going to fuck him tonight. Mm-hmm. I think she's that girl. But, mm-hmm. why, but why can she not have a man to call her own as well? You, can, mm-hmm. you, and you honestly can have both. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think her um, openness is all I, you know maybe she scorned as well mm-hmm. but I love her and her man's chemistry and when I see them together like it feels I, real mm-hmm. I can tell that they yes that's, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm and that's what I'm saying you can tell by the way they look at each other and and so um, but she said, I'm not thinking about sex when I think about monogamy. That part to me explained her whole reason. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lindsay? I don't know. It's, it's, oh, does you have more? I just want to say that more people should feel comfortable saying those things. If, yeah. you, feel, if you feel that way. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. Um, Lindsay, what do you have to have? Well, I just, you know, I'm a firm I'm a firm believer in, you know, people that are partners in any relationship, they set the parameters for their relationship. And once you set those parameters, that is what you go by. It's not about what society deems is, you know, right or wrong. It's about you and your par- partner. So I think she's definitely saying something like that. Like we've come together and we make the rules in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Society doesn't dictate, you know, what I should and should be doing or what we shouldn't should be doing. Mm-hmm. Whether monogamy is this, you know, like this, um, you know, concept that we have to live by. Um. You know, because for some people, monogamy is, you know, 
represents constraint, restraint, mm-hmm. you know, and it, you know, sometimes it could be, um, I don't know, sometimes it's not right for the relationship. You know, as long as she keeps her mouth shut about what they're doing, she should be fine. Um, monogamy as a whole, I, I, I oftentimes think if you're into it, that's what you should do. And if you're not, then you should do what you feel is right in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always been that way, though. I think we have long moved forward and away from this um, taboo way of thinking when it comes to relationships and that um, all relationships are not a monolith where right. monogamy is the only way to label one or any relationship is any less because it's not monogamous. Right. There are many non-monogamous relationships that I think are just as strong and long-lasting and real. And loving. And loving. And loving. Um, and I always emphasize the fact that as many failed monogamous relationships that this world has seen, mm-hmm. it's always amazing to me that when we hear about the few or the failed monogamous relationships that we do hear about, which is very rare because it's always kind of not talked about as much, we always tend to say, or people tend to say, well, that's why I didn't work out. If we went off data <laughs> on monogamy, honey, the numbers would say that maybe monogamy doesn't Monogamy work. <laughs> does not, by itself, does not have a good track record. But of course, that would sound ridiculous, right? So I, that's why I don't, it's not that monogamy or non monogamy fails, people fail. Yeah, <laughs> people in relationships fail, mm-hmm. and that's why those relationships fail. Um, now stemming back to Lizzo, um, well, actually, this is more just so a general question Do we feel that when people approach non monogamy, open relationships, polyamory, that it is in some way the person? not believing that they are deserving of just one person or that true love and monogamy can exist for them. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something lingering in the air. And, you know, just based on the fact that she makes this sort of like, I don't know, open-ended and slightly vague commentary on monogamy Mm. leads me to believe it's like you're just leaving the door open just in case something fucks up. You know what I mean? That's one part of me thinking that you just wanted to like wrap your version of monogamy in a pretty bow. Mm -hmm. Um... So I don't know. Anything to add, lyrical Mar? Um, <clears throat> Does that need clarification? Well, listen. You know, I've been in a uh, a twelve year relationship, darling, <laughs> and I find that relationships are 
difficult and they also evolve. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to say um, what you would do um, for the person that you consider your soulmate. <clears throat> and sometimes that involves creating new rules and, and, and things that you're not used to and new parameters. And I think that, you know, I just feel like, I feel like for me, what I look for is the comfortability in being who I am with the person that I date. And mm -hmm. I think that, and I think that people don't, I, I don't think people look for that first. I think they look for other stuff first. Mm -hmm. And I find that very interesting. So I want to be with somebody for the rest of my life who I can be myself around and who reminds me of who I am. But that person has got to, you know, uh, stimulate me and they've got to, you know, call me on my shit when I'm wrong. I, I I don't I don't know. I just feel I I Emory, I feel like you're right when you say that people judge people in alternative relationships. They do. That's um, why you gotta keep your mouth shut. That's why you gotta keep if your you're mouth in one. Because a lot of them are flourishing and a lot of them are taking time to understand their partner better. Absolutely. And and, 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 and let me say this. I am only including myself because of my relationship. Maybe 10 years ago, I would not have agreed with these new ways of relationships. Who knows? I don't know. Nobody ever fucking asked me. But I know myself and my relationship with my man well enough to know that people in long-term relationships Number one, go through shit. And number two, yes. they make rules. Lindsay, can you, can I get an amen? Amen. And that's and, it. And, and that's let me it. tell you something. Ain't nan bitch out here going to tell me about the nigga I'm fucking and sucking. Nobody <laughs> is telling me. This is not me. about that. This is not about that. It <laughs> is about that. <laughs> oh, it for sure is. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, so, you know, I, I applaud Lizzo because, you know, she's a cis, cis girl, you know, and, and I think that cis women need to, you know, just be okay with maybe, no, let me not, no, let me say this the right way. Let me say this the right way. I don't think they should judge other women. Right. Not, mm -hmm. you know, but also in that, in that same breath, I would say, Open yourself, girl, because if you realize that this nigga want to be with you until you die, but he got a side chick, then maybe it's not like it. Maybe it's not you. Maybe mm -hmm. it's him. Maybe maybe it's him. And maybe you need to make some rules. And right. maybe it's not the end. Um, true love. Yeah. True love. That's all. You know, not any of the fake shit. And so I don't I don't want I don't want lines to get blurred because some people want monogamy. Absolutely. And, I, and, and I, they have every right to want that. And I get it. But sometimes, you know, after after you don't have monogamy once, after you after something happens once, it's done. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
I guess, um, as you said, of course, I do support the notion that, you know, relationships are forever evolving. Well, first of all, people grow, they gain new knowledge, they go into Mm -hmm. different places in their lives. And of course, with all these changes, it's ridiculous to think that with the new person that you are today and the new person that your partner is, that things will remain exactly the same. Right. Not necessarily, even when it relates to um the parameters of sex but anything right Right. so boundaries rules those things change but i think the interesting part for me when it comes to um the monogamy thing is what the non-monogamy thing is um i don't know like it's a certain level do you have to be cynical a bit on your outlook on life, do you have to be distrusting or a non-believer of monogamy as a whole to mm-hmm. be brave enough to enter that avenue no, as maybe, an option? Maybe you know it's something that you can't do, or maybe you know it's something that you're not interested Absolutely. in. Absolutely. And that's what I'm thinking, and that's what I want it to be. Um, and that's what it is, Emery. That's what it is. Some people can't see themselves like that because they're not like that. It's giving, oh, do I really want to be tied down to one person for years and years and years and years and years? And they're like, no, no, I do not. And they're stand and they stand in that. And some I people think it's tell you great to be people, comfortable in that statement. And some people yeah. tell you in the beginning. Now, I mm. kind of feel like <clears throat> I'm not even gonna go into that, but I just feel like those people are the ones who run their life the way they want to run their life yeah it's giving like you know i fucked them a couple times i liked it so you know i i said you know i don't know exclusivity is you know i don't know if it's getting old or what well i think from the outside looking in a lot of people in monogamous relationships look at non-monogamous relationships and say like maybe they are just cynical and they just don't believe humans are driven off, um, you know, good character and high morals and they don't believe people are going to do the right thing. Like that's why they don't trust people. They don't believe that real love out there exists for one person. And that's why they want to do it. What if it's just simple, like you said, and no, I just want to fuck other people. Exactly. But, 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 but it's, it's not about, them just wanting to fuck other people. It's just about the freedom of their sexuality, like the freedom of option. Yeah, the and, and pleasuring, I, like it, the sex part. Like there's a romantic part, and then there's the sex part. Yeah, and for some people, it's just the sexual component, the options. The like, <laughs> absolutely. Also, what also. needs to be removed is the judgment. Like, yeah, like um, Marcus said, the the most important thing is the judgment. Um, it's, I just find it interesting too, with people with this, like bowing down to monogamy, especially since it's failed practically all around them, (laughs) you know, look how long women have been keeping their mouth shut about that man who they know is cheating with the son. It's giving, listen, I, I let him do what he does because guess what? I do what I do. To me, that says more so about the fact that even though people are praising the religion of monogamy, 
a lot of times the behavior of more, most of the people that believe in it really don't. Okay. They don't. If they are uh, confronted with an opportunity to do something outside of monogamy, they willing to jump on it. Mm, that's hard to swallow. It Very is hard, hard to, to swallow. swallow. And think- not just... Um, and I'm talking about heterosexuals too. You think it's just oh, no? Of course we talk about not just yeah. gay people, heterosexual people. If they are presented with an opportunity, I've seen it. I have yeah. seen it with my I've own eyes. It. I've seen it too, girl. And I've seen it happen in front of the other person. Okay, and they gagged. Um. <sighs> I've heard about it happening in front of the other person. Oh. <laughs> right. I had a sexual. They gag. They, they fucking get. And the people be gagging. <laughs> right. Gagging. Yes, okay. They do. Yes, they do. That's like, I know you was on it. Like I, like, I know you was. I know oh, you. Oh, I know you. Was oh, you. That. I know. I know. And Emmy, how many people do we know? Well, on the gay side that have been like, oh, I need, I'm going to be with one guy. But then if you, if you propose this situation where everybody's out at the the function and you see a boy and you want to bring a boy home, everybody's with that. That's what I was about to say. First of all, there's too much ignorance surrounding what the fuck is non-monogamy is right non-monogamy polyamory y'all don't know these definitions y'all and everybody really don't everybody thinks it's this really bad thing no it isn't it's really but y'all are literally doing it without calling it that. exactly y'all, y'all are, are saying that. i won't have an open relationship but you know if we want to bring in another person every now and exactly then, that's an open relationship <laughs> Well, not even because if you are opening and then closing it, you are closing it. But what I'm saying is you are participating in non-monogamy when you do that. That is non-monogamous. <clears throat> and, and it's fine. Get, that's another thing. It's A-OK. And clarifying again, you can open your relationship and close it again. And close it. <laughs> It's not this. It doesn't have to be permanent. That's the whole part about having rules. Like people don't even understand people that are in polyamorous relationships um, of any kind, open relationships. There is a lot of communication that happens. There is a lot of uh, there's a lot of rules because you and your you and your partner have to hold each other accountable to the parameters that were set. Right. That re- requires a deeper level of commitment. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people's fear is they always say, well, that's just making things way more complicated. Yeah, because you don't think on the- <laughs> fucking only one person for the rest of your life is just as complicated. That's complicated <laughs> as well. <laughs> Try to keep and spice up the sex life of one person. For the rest of your life, you don't think that's, that's complicated. <laughs> I listen, I think people do it all the time, Emory. I do. They think they do. No, they do, bitch. No, they man is cheating on. Oh, listen, okay, I'm kidding. You know what? What about <laughs> they're kidding? But let me say this though. A lot I I'm not trying to be negative, but a lot of those <laughs> 15, 20, 30, 40 year relationships that we pray so much. Somebody exactly was talking on somebody. <laughs> I'm Sorry. just telling y'all the real. 
it ain't exactly what you think it is. Relationships are hard. And let me tell you something, something that I've learned and something we're adding to our project, Emmy, this line, the path to love is not linear. It's not. Oh, this project you're working on. <laughs> Top secret. Uh, okay. <laughs> things before they get let out. <laughs> <laughs> we done talked about it before. But no, the path to love is not, it's never linear. And anybody who believed that is a damn lie. Absolutely. And a fool. And how you feel about your partner doesn't it doesn't hold in place. No, it ebbs and flows. Ebbs, and you gotta flows, roll with this high. Yeah, it's roller like, coaster ride. It's a roller coaster ride. Sometimes it's rough patches, sometimes it's it's smooth sailing. It's just the way that well, mother said it, that's the way love goes. That's the way love, that's the way love goes. But um no, another thing <laughs> like a moth just... to a flame burned by the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So there needs to be more conversations about it so people really understand the context of like what it even looks like. Mm-hmm. Um it ain't half bad, like. I know some people they after they try that shit, they like, I could do this. I can do this. I can do I can do this. And also another thing, if people don't realize to me, I think that when you say that a relationship, some people don't know how love works without making um their partner property. I mentioned this because a lot of people think the only way for a relationship to be real is if you own your partner's um, body. I can only have access to them sex-wise. I can't imagine a world where someone loves me and someone else has access to their physical body. When you reduce your relationship to just that, to me, in my opinion, you are already doing yourself a disservice. You've already lost. (laughs) You've already lost. People are not chattel, child. Okay, um, no, and that's not how that goes. As a matter of fact, let's go back to what Lizzo said. She said something very important about having autonomy as two independent people coming together and decided to be, you know, in a union, you know, and that's very important. That is very important. Let me tell you something. I'm in people have their I'm in what they people would consider an unconventional relationship because I'm an older woman and I have a man and I don't live with him. And ain't trying to low key, <laughs> but you know, and people look at that like, Oh, you, y'all don't live together. No, we don't. And mind your business. Right. Mind your black business or your white business or whatever ethnicity business you need to mind right you know what i mean but people have this like romanticized idea about how relationships are are supposed to look and that's across the board you know for everybody and it's based on this sort of like archaic heteronormative model 
if I was your nigga, I wouldn't live with you either because you got them cats. <laughs> Fuck that. And that's fine. We good. Listen, I, I really get pissed off when people hear about the rules and um, dynamic between partners mm-hmm. of a, in another relationship, and they always like want to judge around upon like it's not your relationship. It's not your relationship. It like, doesn't have to work for you. I like my boyfriend. Do you like your man? Do you like him? Right. That's the first thing I'm saying. I'm like, y'all worried about what I'm doing, bitch. I'm good. Right. Are you? I'm good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Listen. So, 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 so. Okay. Sometimes the way Listen. the people feel about each other is so much beyond right. just the sex that they have with each other that you fucking another person is really not even that big of a deal for me. And I know that sounds bizarre for many people because they like, how can you love somebody and know that they sleep with another person? People do it every day. <laughs> okay. And then they come home and they pay, pay bills with your dumb ass. And they they waiting for you to cook something. Right. Motherfuckers do it every day. Some for some people, solo sex is just such a small part of a big thing that they have. Like their relationship is so much larger than that. The chemistry, the like mindedness, the there's something you know they've built together, whatever it may be. Something, you know. Like I said, everybody's relationship is their own. It's Mind their own. your business. Mind your fucking <laughs> business. Mind your business. But like I said, everybody is trying to, you know, casting judgment on others based on this like archaic, outdated, fucking heteronormative model that does not fit for most modern relationships nowadays. But must I remind you on the um, white patriarchal society that built those models. Let me take it back for you a little bit. Those same men that were pushing this forward, some mm-hmm. of them had slaves that they were sleeping with on the side. Some of those some men... Of them, 80% of them <laughs> were raping right? the black... Any any stray pussy that was... Everybody right. on that motherfucker was, was property. Absolutely. So any pussy that was open and ready. Absolutely. Fair game. Some of these men were husbands that were cheating on their wives. Absolutely. And were openly. Openly. And keeping them in a relationship that they knew they couldn't escape because they had the money. And those women needed to depend on them. Some of these men... have been doing women dirty for years and living in one-sided non-monogamous relationships for mm-hmm. centuries under the guise of being god But these are the men that have told y'all that this uh, is the type of relationship that y'all child, need. These are the, right, exactly under the guise of being god-fearing mm-hmm. Christian religious you know the right way da, 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 da. if y'all don't go find some business <laughs> Some of y'all popes then told y'all to be monogamous while sleeping with children. Oh, but mm-hmm. about that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Some of y'all <laughs> pastors, too. Oh, who, wow. Been cheating on the first lady. Listen, 
I, I, I put that in a rap, so I can't even say nothing about that, okay? Listen, Listen it is what it is. It is what it is, it but is. Some, of the, the, some of the framework that y'all think mm-hmm. <laughs> is law and all of it. Is this like holy grail? No, it ain't no. shit. No. <laughs> it's really okay. just to keep y'all in check and in place yeah. and create a false sense okay. of law and order. You you can't be ten toes down for something if you if you you in quicksand. <laughs> right. But just know those those people that created that law and order, they created it for you to follow and for them to break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and that's on Ray Pot. Them rules for y'all, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, real. That is on Ray Pot, bitch. Okay. It really is. Y'all are so silly. On any other pieces of wisdom you guys want to share about this about that no i've shared too much oh i did want to say a little something about Dahmer because i know it's old but i've actually been watching the series i'm gonna well i stopped at episode two and i'm gonna revisit it revisit it oh yeah what are your Um, takeaways and i'm going to well i watched a large portion of conversations with Dahmer which mm-hmm. is the actually actually hit, listening to him talk about it. it was like after he was apprehended. Um, oh, I have several takeaways. It's just, oh, uh, I know there was a big thing like on Twitter when it first came, when it first debuted, you know, first thing I would like to say is these performances are amazing. Evan Peters is amazing. Um, Nisi Nash, this is probably her best work to date. That's mm-hmm. why I really want to go back and watch it because I need to see her performance. Because it's, I believe it's that good. Um, the takeaways, however, there's some interesting things like this sort of... Um, it got deep for me even before I saw the series. This romanticized view, like romanticizing ever, you know, Evan Peters as Dahmer. Mm-hmm. The whole thing okay, has been off putting. The whole thing has been off putting for me. There's a sort of seduction going on, it's really alluring. We have to think about the early 90s and mm. what that looked like um, in terms of homosexuality still being considered like a mental illness. So then there's that framework. And then there's this. There are things that pe- like people were talking a lot online. There was a lot of chatter online, but there are certain things that I've noticed that people weren't really talking about. They're talking about Evan Peters. They're romanticizing him. They're talking about how good-looking Dahmer was. First of all, I cannot even separate his physicality from what he did. There is no way I am looking at... It's it's like I look at this man and see someone that's nondescript. 
But it's interesting, even when I see the depiction, well, as depicted in the series, there was a sort of seduction going on. It's, it's weird. The whole thing surrounding Jeffrey Dahmer, there's an allure, there's a seduction. Let's start with the black gay men that he entrapped. There was something validating about a white man approaching them in a gay bar that nobody is talking about. There's this, there was this sense of validation, like that's why he was so easy. It was so easy for them to, him to pull them. Like, oh, this white man, he about to give me some money. You can't tell me that's not prevalent in the community. When there's a specul when there's a speculation and, and that can go for anybody that a white man got a coin to get, especially when we're talking about um, a marginalized community, they want that. There were people online talking about, oh, how are you going in his house and it's smelling like that? And you sucking dick. Bitch, if you are a prostitute and you living on the streets, you want that fifty dollars. You these young men would probably think I'm gonna get in and get out. Right. Get in, get out, give my fifty dollars. Right. There's also this thing with people saying how good it was, how fascinating it is. That was weird too. Yeah. Yeah, because what are you fascinated by? The fact that a white man is brutalizing black bodies. The fact, or is it the fact that a white man is, in a sense, killing homosexuality? You know, he's brutalizing black men that were also gay. Some of y'all don't think gay men exist, should exist. That's why it's so good. That's why it's so fascinating. Y'all are actively watching somebody kill men like it's not being shown but there's this probably i don't know it's like a collective i'm i was it was feeling to me like a sense of i like i don't know almost relief which was disturbing to me also gay men the same commentary you are talking about a man that killed men just like you. Just like you. That could have been you. So there's some, there was some also to me, some, some, uh, what do you call it? Like, like self-hatred, internalized homophobia going on in some of these posts, things that they weren't even picking up on. This can't be good. This series cannot be characterized as good. I'm enjoying it, people are saying. Have you sat there with yourself and, and examined why you're enjoying it? What exactly are you enjoying? It's a very macabre and and dark theories. What exactly is, you know, 
bringing you joy. So the takeaways were more disturbing than the actual. <laughs> the takeaways from all of that commentary were actually more disturbing than the series. And it, 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 it almost transcends what he was able to do in that, in, in that Black part of Cincinnati. Extinguishing those bodies, like treating these young men like they were trash, like they were nothing, like, and just to hear him say that they weren't even bodies to him. So the whole thing, off putting, disturbing, disappointing. Um, also interesting. Um, I'm definitely gonna revisit the series because I feel like um, Nisi Nash's performance is, I think she should really be recognized for that performance. And um, Evan Peters definitely captured his essence. It's weird. And I think back to the time, cause in 1991 where he was really doing the bulk of his killing in the early 90s. I remember, well, I was young then, like maybe 18 or 19. I remember them making, like the media was actually sensationalizing the, the cannibalism. It was almost like the, the homosexuality was an afterthought. It was like really like high, like I remember the media just like he's eating them. The whole thing is just strange to me. Um, but I feel compelled to like finish it out. Like I have one part of the tapes to go, and then I have a like um I wanted to just finish out the series so I could be done with that chapter because I was just so disgusted by the early commentary and I, I needed to delve deeper into it. And I figured I have to, well, I watched a whole documentary about him, not even just a conversation, but I watched an entire documentary about Jeffrey Dahmer and, you know, his reign of terror and how it started, his violent thoughts, that sort, that sort of thing. But it just, as it went along, it just, it just became a thing with me. Like people don't even notice, like some of us are so desensitized to, especially black people, we're desensitized to the violence that's committed against us. Like It's really a thing for people to watch that and not have the same critiques or have the same takeaways or say things like that series was good. There's a problem. You know, I, so that's basically it for me. You don't get to say that. <laughs> Hello, hello. Yeah, we're here. Oh, okay. We're here. We're well, queer. 
Um, well, I will say is that um, <laughs> definitely all of those things um, are sound and true. That was a long, do y'all have anything to add? <laughs> I had some shit to add. No, it wasn't. Well, it was the takeaway, and that was my takeaway. I hadn't talked about it. I'm not saying I was I timing it, but it was over nine minutes. But anyway. Uh. <laughs> Woo! But uh, I do want to add that I was definitely disturbed and uncomfortable with the, most people's reactions to the piece, with it literally being a real life. I mean, it's based on reality, right? Though mm-hmm. some things are dramatized. Oh, this happened. But this, but this actually happened. Um, for me, watching the piece, I'm watching it as like I would any other type of TV show or movie that is retelling a historical event. Um, but what I think when I do that, the interesting thing about when we do TV art in a way that retells but also dramatizes, you have these things where you can kind of delve into or like dive into how the victims may have felt, how the person that the the serial killer thinks, what the terror that they are feeling in those moments as it was going on. Um, You kind of put your mind into a lot of different facets of things that you may not even have thought about. What she was going through when she had to be displaced, the, the next door neighbor, um, how she felt dealing with this every night, hearing the noises, these small little details that art allows you to um, imagine. Um, and I think that is the power of art and TV. Do I walk away saying, oh, wow, this is good? No. To me, it emphasizes the horror of this real, actual event. It emphasizes how disturbing and deeply vile and malicious and evil all of this shit is. Absolutely. Um, So, and sad. And that's why I haven't been able to finish it. I couldn't get through the second episode. The second episode. The first episode alone is hard. It's so hard. It's triggering. I don't know if anybody or any of you have ever been in a situation like that, but I'm not saying I've been in that exact situation. But ever any moment where you feel trapped or held hostage in any way. It's very uncomfortable. So that part was triggering for me. Yes. And Um, knowing that that man has not been seen since 2015, homeless, never fully recovered. He was actually involved in in the murder of another homeless man. Like Tracy Edwards, his life really took a nosedive after that situation. I mean, could you imagine... Pretty much already. He turned the drugs and alcohol almost immediately. Yeah. The one that got away. The one that got away. Yes. He hasn't been seen since 2015. Oh wow. It's just tough. Um. So, 
do I think things like this is needed? I know a lot of people are saying this is just creating um, what word did they use? It, it, another level of trauma porn. Trauma porn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but I do think that for those that can't handle it, I don't think that we're jacking off to it or getting off and getting a high about it. But we are kind of learning something um, a bit. I don't know. That's my takeaway. But glad we got through that. Um, <laughs> follow us at HTS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Um, and as we close out the show, again, I want to thank you for sticking around with us, waiting intensely to listen to the next show and hearing our opinions and what we have to say. And of course, I'm circling back again. I know this is Depression Education Month. Find resources that you can to help take care of your mental health. Um, and I will say this as well. Human beings have one job and that's self-care. So again, yeah, right. take care of yourselves if not for you, so that when the people you love fall, your arms will be strong. Yeah. Yes. Um, thank you, Jennifer Lewis, for those words. Mm-hmm. Give us a five-star review on Instagram and Twitter. Right. Um... I'm sorry, all, on all major podcast platforms, but mention us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good shit. Share with a friend, you know. You. you know. And we out, Swallowers. Mm. Oh, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, soy sauce on sushi. A dog with barbecue sauce shoved in my mouth. Mm. To perfection, a little black. Would you have some sauerkraut with that? Oh, <laughs> sure. Why not? Slap cocoa butter on my face and telling me it's come. Make it stop. <laughs> Did you know that people are putting fake nut inside of their booty holes now? Ew. It's like a lubrication. Oh. Yeah, and pushing no. it out. It literally looks like melted butter. Ew. I can't believe it's not butter. But why would you use a fake nut? Get a lie. Because it's like it, you know, just for video purposes. Oh. It look like you push it or you look like you creaming on some dickos, you know. All that good stuff. Why is that still going? <laughs> Sounds like somebody ran out of nut. Oh, listen, if you can't get nutted in, just say that. You can't make <laughs> it. Or if you don't have enough nut to nut out, bitch. Absolutely. Blah, 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 blah. blah. And if you ain't putting Carol's, Carol's daughter on your hole before the session, then just say that. <laughs> Shut up. Carol's daughter. Leave her out of there. Okay. <laughs> See, now I get in this. 
Well, you got in this because you <laughs> massage 13 inch foot with it. Good night. Good That's night. what I was. Oh, God. Oh.